Hello there and welcome to Doc Strange and the Dude in the Park. I'm Doc Strange. And I'm the Dude. <laughs> He's the Dude. We were just chatting, weren't we? And uh, we were... Hang on, make sure that that's still recording. Hang on, so I'm using the phone. There we go. So, uh, yeah, we're in the park. We're having a little chat. And uh, we want to we maybe do a little podcast about it. So, I, I was just saying... I've got this super paranoid idea, mm-hmm. and um, I, I just started to share it, and, and the dude said, I think we better do a podcast about this, so here we go. It's not fully formed, but, uh, so we've got coronavirus, and uh, I'm totally down with that, how it's working, and and how life as we know it, from media to theatre, will never be the same again. Um, it's, you know, it's changed beyond recognition. In some cases, uh, you know, like with theatres, very few are opening up, and we've got to decide where we're going. And plus, we've also got uh, these laws that uh, the government wanted to pass originally for two years. The coronavirus. Uh, Laws. I can't remember the name of it exactly, but the idea was to be able to do things like with the Anti-Terrorist Act, being able to control situations and do things in the in the benefit for the benefit of the people um, in the name of coronavirus. Uh, and originally, they wanted to have this reviewed every two years, and everyone complained. And I think it's every three months now that they review this coronavirus law. Um, so. I wondered if a lot of these right-wing governments aren't just using these laws as an excuse to be absolute assholes with the people. You look at what's going on in Portland, uh, there's, there's um, lots of protests, whether it's a wall of moms or a wall of vets, they're all peaceful protests against uh, what originally started off as the, the murder of George Floyd, uh, where he was uh, knelt on on his neck by a police officer for eight minutes and 46 seconds until uh, George sadly shuffled his mortal coil uh, all the while saying I can't breathe I can't breathe um, and it, this was videoed well people are up in arms about that quite rightly and, you know the Black Lives Matter BLM um, it started off in in, uh, in, in Portland and it it's just been going on and on. I mean, I think it's like 62 days now that, you know, they've had mm-hmm. these protests and basically heavy-handed tactics used by the police and the uh, and the um, oh, I forgot what they call them the National Guard, the Fed Squad. Yeah, they brought brought in the National Guard, and they've also brought in a lot of guys who are heavily armed. They they they. Uh, they've got all their armour on and everything and they've got no badges, no names nobody knows who they are well these guys are tear gassing people, they're shooting rubber bullets there's people going into hospital, into A&E with their jaws hanging off well, be- because they've been hit in the face with a rubber bullet more worryingly I think is you've got people being thrown into unmarked vans by people with no identification yeah. and it's- just dragged off the street and it's yeah, that's 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 kidnapping. Yeah, you know, you, you have. I don't know. We're not American, but my understanding is you have a constitutional right to know the name and number of the officer that's that's arresting you to to know what charge you're being arrested on and so forth or being detained on at the very least. Um, the land of the free doesn't seem to be the land of the free anymore. No. And those conspiracy ideas that you're talking about, I mean, it's difficult because. 
again, you don't want people to minimise the risk of COVID by jumping on a, you know, this is a conspiracy bandwagon and I don't no. need to worry about it. You do Absolutely need to worry no. about it. It's just these people are very clever in knowing how to manipulate a situation to their benefit. Yeah. Now, in terms of Trump, he's seeing the opportunity to use it, to weaponize it against his political enemies, to create anyone that's a political opponent of his uh, to being anti-Fa or, you know, a domestic terrorist. And you go, well, hang on, you're the one that's gassing Americans. You're yeah. the one that's beating Americans and shooting them. Um, Americans have the right to protest the same as anywhere else. And, and it's, it's, it's escalating everywhere. So obviously we've got um, the situation in China, uh, with the Muslim people there, um, the Uyghurs, uh, being, you know... Say it again, I thought it was U Uyghurs, I couldn't... No, it's Uyghurs, I think. Uyghurs, okay, yeah. Which is a Muslim population that live in, in China, China, and China, the Chinese are try trying to eradicate them. Well, for years they've had uh, what they would call re-education camps that try to, uh, say, turn them away from, from yeah. Islam and so forth, but... Yeah. Now they've, they've even dropped the percentage of that. They've closed all of those down, but they've just essentially just put all those people then in prison. Yeah. Um, and they've been using them for body using parts. Them for slave labor, body parts, all sorts of horrendous human rights violations. You um, can go to China if you need a new lungs or, or a new kidney or whatever, and, and they'll kill someone to order. Yeah. One of these prisoners, they'll, you know, they'll find somebody, your blood type or whatever, and... Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't realise, but China, for the last 20 years at least, yeah. have been basically shooting prisoners in the head and removing their organs um, for well, money. But again, it's each country's villain does it in a different way. So in our country, for decades, they've been taking money from Russia. Yeah. And they've been gutting the, the vital organs of our economy and our institutions. Uh you know, to order from the Kremlin. So Russia said, we don't have spies anymore, we don't need them. Yeah. We've got oligarchs and billionaires who um, make donations to um, get what they want out of a yeah. government. So they'll, get, they'll funnel the money through charities or, you know, through dinners or tennis matches or however else that they think they can hide the funds and clean it up to get it through the system. It's a disgrace. But going back to so, so the international threat, so yeah, again, you've got a lot of far-right movements at the minute, um, and they are the same people that ran the Brexit campaign. Yeah. You know, you, you're Steve Bannon's, you've got Farage is now going over to uh, Well, Steve Italy Bannon was in charge of Cambridge Analytica at one point, wasn't he? At Breitbart he was in charge Bre of. Breitbart, okay. And, and he, uh, so that was the news media, Yeah. right? Um but then he had something to do with Cambridge Analytica who manipulated... Well, they all did. They're, they're, they're all connected yeah, to, all, to connected, all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's there's three people like Richard Tice through... He's in uh, Matthew New Ayers. Zealand at the moment trying to oust... Yeah. Um, what's her name, Jaquita? Yeah, because she's been a public threat to yeah. the right-wing uh, agenda that's going on around the world. She's the one that's handled corona the best oh, in the world. out of anybody, yeah. And so now they they feel they have to attack it, particularly as well because she's a woman. Yeah. You know, she absolutely defies this white supremacy, and let's because it is a misogynistic movement as well. Yes. Um, that 
is just getting it out of control. They're emboldened because they've had Trump, but they didn't have, he was such a lunatic, they didn't have quite the leash on him that they wanted, I don't think. Um, I, I think don't think they expected him to be quite the narcissist well, like and, Brexit, and, and, I don't and think, psychopath. I don't think they expected to win. No. I think, I think, I think Brexit and Trump were both supposed to be steps ah. along the way. Okay, so, right, so... They, it's not that they didn't expect to win. They took a gamble that if they lost, they, they didn't really they have nothing. anything to lose. Yeah. Okay. But if they won, then, oh, my God. And I actually did a tweet last night about Trump. What Trump is doing now is, you know, people being dragged off the streets. He's telling the, uh, the National Guard to go out there and basically... Um, kidnap or beat people or gas the people or whatever i mean uh one of the guys in portland this uh, ex-navy uh, veteran he was uh, beaten by this police or I guess it was a police officer uh, with a baton broke his hand uh, broke bones in his wrist and the guy was just stood there he was just he was asking why they were doing it why they were being so horrible and gassing people and he just went over to talk to him and just say guys can you please you know we're all human but no they attacked him and i saw this video and i was absolutely horrified uh since then I've been talking to the chap, his, his name's Chris, he's an ex, uh, he's a, a, a vet, a uh, really nice guy, um, and he's in hospital at the moment getting his, uh, all his bones fixed and everything, and mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the damage that they did, how the, they attacked him was disgusting, and uh, when he's feeling a little bit better, he's going to be joining us on the podcast. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What an honour. Yeah. Um, so, what do we do going forward? Now, an idea that I saw on Twitter, um, which it might be pissing in the wind, but actually I think there might be a little bit of merit in it also, is there's a lot of people writing to the Queen. Really? Yeah, a lot of people saying, you know, your humble servant sort of thing, that, you know, you, you do it very gracefully, but say, yeah. I, I feel for the safety of the democracy uh, of our nation that you know, our country is under attack and your government yeah. has betrayed you Ooh. and betrayed us and committed like treason that. against this country and we implore you to use whatever influence you have yeah. to us to aid us aid your people in this time of need. Yeah. And I think there's I think there might be some merit in it. It's a good idea. I mean I've got to say she she gets a lot out of it. Uh, you know, she's uh, she's a tax avoider. She's yeah. she's got her money in uh, different places. True, but I don't think... I, I genuinely don't see the Queen as someone that's putting wealth above nation. I know that sounds weird because she's the one in, you know, in the throne with the crown. And I'm not a royalist by any stretch of the no, imagination, really. Um, it doesn't go against... You know, it goes would be nice to see the Queen or somebody in the royal family do something useful for once. Well, yeah, because also I think... Who has the respect of the nation to be able to challenge this at some point? Yeah. The opposition hasn't. You know, it's had its, its credibility stripped away through the Corbyn years. Um, that they've somehow managed to... I mean, it's always that, that thing of you project your weaknesses and your plans onto your enemies. That's obviously the, the strategy of the right. And they've yeah. managed to paint Corbyn as the communist threat <laughs> when they've been taking Russian money. I mean, yeah. that's hilarious. You can't be more so communist. Yeah, if it wasn't so terrifying, it would be, you know, hilarious. Um, 
But oh, look, she's found some more food. <laughs> you've, you've been eating bread again, have you? <laughs> we're, we're, we're with his dog, Daphne, and uh, yeah. she found it. It was actually a wedge of cake. Oh, was it? And I, well, she looks happy now. The, the third time she went towards it, I'm actually, I, I left you while you were talking, ran, uh, and stuck the, the wedge of cake in a tree so that she couldn't get to it. And she literally just went off to check it hadn't fallen out of the tree. Right. Bless her. I'll put some pictures of her on my uh, yeah, Twitter do account. That. So if anyone wants to have a look, it's at Holy Mole. Uh, you can check out how beautiful Daphne the Poodle is. And if you want to see photographs of my dogs, you can't. <laughs> no, you, you'll find some at Chris Doc Strange. Uh, yeah, so that's it really. I'd, I'd, I just wanted to talk about that nice, quick, short little yeah, podcast sure. uh, so that we're not overdoing it. But uh, yeah, we're in the park. We're at St George's Park, is it? St George's uh, Park in, in Bristol, BS5. Um, lots of space. It's very nice. You can socially distance and relax. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a very hot day. It's 27 degrees. It's the 30th of July, 2020. It's uh, 27 degrees. We're in the shade because, well, we're pasty buggers. Uh, and uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed listening to Doc Strange and the Dude live at St George's Park in Bristol. Uh, we please, you know, if you've got something to say to us, if you've got ideas, something you want to talk about, or just tell us we're rubbish, I don't mind. Uh, visit us on Twitter at Holy Mole or at Chris Doc Strange. Thanks for listening. Look after yourself. Be kind to yourself. Stay safe. Wear a mask, and it'll be all over like a bad dream eventually. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.